Welcome everyone to Welcome to the Seed. We come in peace. I'm so excited. I know. Thank you all for listening. Yeah. Always, if this is your first time here, welcome. You're diving into our weirdness straight off. Today's episode is going to be so cool. It's such a it's such a good one. I'm excited. It's going to be a great one. I already feel it. Me too. I like feel it in my body right now. Uh huh. And just so you guys know what it's going to be about, we did already say aliens, but all of the news recently that I'm sure some of you guys have heard about confirming basically the presence of aliens and interaction with aliens <laughs> we're gonna dive this, into it. this is something we obviously all I feel like most people especially if you listen to this podcast you probably are into self-growth spirituality the things that people don't talk about very much like yeah. aliens and you probably have long thought that we are not alone yeah Senate hearing pretty much I feel like we've had the evidence but it's being more and more confirmed to the public in my mind mm-hmm. which and is that's so cool part about it because yeah it's like I've always believed there's been aliens like there has to be in my mind there just has always had to be but it's wild seeing confirmation of it so yeah yeah in such a public forum and and I think what I've been seeing is a lot of people are saying like, oh, well, these are, this is stuff we knew, but it's being presented in such a way that again, is public is in the record. And the reason why it's being all presented right now is because of certain amendments made to our national defense act. So there's a lot of different, it's a different time for all of this stuff to be like recognized to mm-hmm. me so yeah. before we dive into the alien stuff yeah what are you nurturing this week I would say I'm nurturing slowness okay a lot more because I don't know if people are listening to this podcast for a little bit you might have heard me mention my knee my knee has been ripping me lately it hurts so much I'm not sure why oh no so it's like forcing me to just again not do too much which is very in one respect discouraging but in another I'm just like you know what I just have to accept it because the fighting against it and the not accepting it is like half of the mental battle Mm -hmm. and if I can take out that and just like all right what can I do? What what can I experience from not necessarily being able to do what I want? Which has been like moving slower through life. So yeah. I'm trying to just be okay with that and see what kind of little like other aspects of life I can be present with instead of like going for a hike. Like, just, like, walking along the creek and sitting there for two hours, which is something I've kind of integrated in my life anyway. But when I don't necessarily want to be doing that, it doesn't feel as magical, but I've allowed it to feel just as magical, 
that makes mm-hmm. sense. No, that makes a lot of sense. And I like yeah, that yeah. answer. What about you? That's good. Um, I would say a similar theme to yours of like acceptance, but not with slowness. I think I'm nurturing, accepting duality maybe because recently like the past few days I've been dealing with a lot of like unexplainable kind of like anger and sadness and I found it very like interesting because when I look at like where I am right now compared to where I was at other points in my life I'm like I should be so happy right now with everything that's unfolding and starting and like there's just like a lot of exciting things going on like and I almost feel like it's like all the excitement and all of the good things that are coming are bringing out the negative stuff too. It's like contrasting it. And so it's it's like making me feel these extreme unexplainable feelings to like the parts of my life that I'm still unhappy with. And I feel like today I had a moment where I was like, I need to just accept that both exist and that I wouldn't know one without the other. And that's okay. And that's the beauty of it. And I'm only able to really enjoy these few aspects of my life because they're contrasting the other aspects of my life and just accepting that. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, I don't know if I've said it to you, but I've said it in my own brain and to people lately that humans learn so much through contrast and it sucks because (laughs) we want to just be in the the places that feel really good and like the new beginnings and the exciting stuff but I feel like they often almost signal like an ending of something or just moving into any kind of newness it just shifts so many aspects of ourselves internally that we're like forced to reckon with the exciting thing and the not so fun stuff at the same time mm-hmm. and no one like talks about that ever no one talks about in my it. experience and no one's like yeah, yeah it all, it's all happening at once yeah because it really when you experience that too it really makes you think and go like why can I not even be happy when the things I want are coming to me yes And then just realizing that the reason you're even experiencing the negative feelings to the degree you are is because you're experiencing the positive feelings to the degree you are. And like that is kind of liberating in that moment because you're like, oh, it's just part of it that no one talks about, like you said. (laughs) Yeah, like a, a good example of this was when I was moving, I was so excited and so happy to move, but there was so much going on around my in my life around that time that I was like crying every day almost and not like fully but like just like fucking in it and I remember talking to like my dad about it a little bit and he was like what are you so upset about like you're moving to Colorado you always wanted to do this and I was like I know but then people around you make you feel unintentionally yeah put guilt on you for feeling that way but I really think, again, like you said, it's just like you're 
being stretched to like hold a new experience and that means like it's a little crunchy yeah. sometimes too. it is it's hard because like for me I think what triggered it was like I've been traveling a lot recently and I feel like I had these like amazing experiences on my trips yeah. and then I come home and I'm facing like the aspects of my life that I like left behind for a little bit and that I'm like really unhappy with and I'm like this sucks <laughs> and how do I get out of this and like it's like taking away from just like the beautiful like memories I just made the beautiful experience I just had by like dwelling on this and like having that it was almost like doom or like this like mm-hmm. this thing that I knew I was coming back to that I didn't want to come back to and it was like yeah I don't know it's a little bit anxiety inducing, I would imagine, too, when like your trips are ending to like yeah. come back and be like, oh, I gotta like feel this again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because you escape it and you get a taste of that. And then you're like, oh, but it didn't <laughs> escape it. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like almost a little bit invalidating to be like, oh, well, at least you know what you want now and this and that. But like also, it just, it's never fun to feel the things that you don't want to feel and yes it's information but Mm -hmm. it's not easy information when you can't easily integrate it yeah where you're at in your life now and exactly and it's also like information I already had but like it's just (laughs) being emphasized more now (laughs) literally that's what it feels like oh my gosh there was a, um, a quote I read I wish I had it available somewhere for me right now but when I first hurt my knee it was like this idea of impermanence and like it was a a set of gratitude cards that were grateful for things you wouldn't necessarily want to be grateful for Mm -hmm. so like impermanence like nothing's permanent because at first you're like oh my gosh that's terrible that sucks like I want the good stuff to last but then it's like well then that also means the bad stuff yeah doesn't last and like you can then again learn from that contrast because if everything was permanent we wouldn't be able to fully appreciate living in a permanent quote-unquote good space Mm -hmm. no I love that and when I was on my way like to my hike this morning I went on a hike this morning and I was driving there and I was like okay I'm going to be very intentional on this drive about pointing out five things that I see on the way that are like beautiful to me because I was like (laughs) I was like I hate where I am (laughs) that's part of the crisis so I was like forcing myself to see something good in it that makes me so happy because it's like training your brain if you think about it like both psychologically and spiritually you're training your brain to look through that lens and you're choosing the experience that you want to have in that whole drive yeah of like okay I could sit and dwell in a valid feeling that I'm not living in a place I want to be living or I can or rather and also I can still say there's five beautiful things on this drive I'm going to a hike Mm -hmm. and not in a way that like bypasses that emotion of like this fucking sucks but it's like adding like you said to like that full spectrum of a human experience yeah all is existing at once so 
you know what, let me acknowledge the beauty in it while I'm also acknowledging the uncomfy stuff in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really turned, I wouldn't say it completely turned my mood around, but it definitely helped. It like yeah. uplifted the day a bit. So if anything, it takes the edge off. Yeah, exactly. Definitely took the edge off. Let me see how <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Okay. You know what I didn't look up? I what? want I don't know like about alien sightings in other countries. I don't either. That's something to That is something to explore. And also like how they handle it. Yeah. Like if like do they have somewhere where people can report sightings? Like mm-hmm. is it how taboo is it in different countries? Like I don't know. I have a feeling though we would this might sound ignorant. I'm probably going to cut it out, but I have a feeling like we would be ahead of other countries in terms of that. The only reason I think we would be is because we're a war machine and that is the motive for a lot of what we're seeing the last yeah. week. So I think it's fine to leave in because okay. honestly, I just I didn't want America. it to sound yeah, I didn't want it to sound like yeah, America like we would be ahead of everyone with that, but like yeah. I actually just truly think we would be Mm-hmm. It's yeah, also- and we've seen that through history like when we're thinking about the moon and things like that and granted that was again part of like a cold war so mm-hmm. we're very motivated by war and that is why Chuck Schumer and these these group of politicians put the amendment that they did in the National Defense Authorization mm-hmm. Act which is why we're seeing the hearings that we're seeing there's also just in in U.S. history, like, so much controversy and, like, conspiracy around, like, cover-ups for aliens that I think there's only so long that the U.S. government can keep this away from us Mm -hmm. in a way because they've, like, been messy with covering their tracks. Like, a lot of people think, like, JFK's murder or assassination was um, because he wanted to inform the public of, like, aliens or something like that, and it was, like, a government thing so there's a lot of conspiracies here and like people talk and investigate and like it's just been messy for the U.S. over the years so I just think there's not much longer that they can keep it from all of us a hundred percent and like now we don't know if all of the sightings that have happened are just more frequent or if we just have the technology like the average civilian has Mm -hmm. an iphone in their pocket or a phone at a camera at all times so we don't know if we're again seeing them more frequently or if people just have the the means to capture things more easily and they're just in our awareness a bit more because of that yeah and there's all these people that have come out too, and this might be a good segue into talking about like who Bob Lazar is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's start back and then like. Okay. Move up to and the to like the the trials. Yeah. So Bob Lazar, for anybody who doesn't know who that is, is a physicist who has come out in the past and made claims that he essentially was employed by the U.S. government to reverse engineer UFOs, has basically just made claims that the U.S. government is aware of and has custody of UFOs and even some alien bodies in the past as well. Yeah. 
Um, so he claims that he started working at this place called Area 53 in the 80s, which I believe was based in like Los Alamos. So different than Area 51. Mm-hmm. Claims that they flew him out to Area 51 um, at this S-4 military base to reverse engineer UFOs. So in his claims, he also mentions that when he was hired at this U.S. military base, he was briefed on, you know, technical info on alien interactions. Um, He claimed that the government kept the pilots of the spacecrafts, as I just mentioned. So the pilots meaning like actual aliens. Um, There was some kind of an arrangement that happened between aliens and humans and that aliens would conduct their own research in exchange for hardware, fuel, materials, trainings, and things like that. He also claims that the aliens and human hosts had some kind of conflict that erupted, and it led to over 40 deaths at this U.S. military base. Um, and that alien, the aliens that they did have in custody essentially just, like, left <laughs> and left their spacecrafts. So I guess, like, there's a few reasons why people question his claims here, because it kind of does sound <laughs> a little bit ridiculous, right? It sounds yeah. like the aliens were just like, all right, peace, see you, like, fucking Fuck you left. <laughs> yeah, like, just fucking left because they, they had conflict with the humans. And then another thing that people bring up is, like, if aliens were able to travel all the way to Earth, what technology and training would they possibly need from humans for them to make the kind of um like agreement that they made between yeah. the aliens and the humans that that he claims that they made the Bob Lazar claims that happened aside from that too when people have dug into Bob Lazar's past a lot of people think he may be a self-proclaimed physicist and apparently the institutions that he claims to have attended like MIT and Caltech have zero have zero record of him attending those institutions. But then there's also the other side of the argument where people are like, well, that could be the government's attempt to frame him and to kind of... That's exactly what I thought. Um, But people also found it very strange that he couldn't prove it himself and be like, oh, here's my degree or here's here's photos of me at the school or something like that. So also another thing that's important to mention is bob lazar started a business called united nuclear scientific supplies um and he's this business basically sells nuclear products so like uranium gallium they sell this stuff presumably to like scientists students teachers law enforcement all this is legal so then in 1990 um bob lazar ends up getting arrested so there's a few different things like controversies that he ends up getting caught up in so in 1990 he gets arrested for aiding and abetting a prostitution ring and he never did like official time for this um but again supporters of bob lazar claim that this was like a smear campaign of his character like it was something he was probably framed for or something like that but who knows and then in 2003 the feds raided his company that we just mentioned they raided the facility because he sold chemicals that were used in manufacturing illegal fireworks. Um, And then in 2017, his company gets raided again. And the reason he gets raided here again is because apparently there is a homicide 
that took place. Uh, there was a husband that poisoned his wife using thallium. And the belief was that they purchased it from Bob Lazar's company. So the feds raid his, his business again, trying to find like evidence of this. Um, but Bob Lazar's theory is that FBI was actually trying to get something back that was taken from where he was working to reverse engineer these UFOs, basically. And what he thinks they were trying to get is something called Element 115. Mm-hmm. Which, if you look at the periodic table now, Element 115 is like Muscovium, which is not the Element 115 that Bob Lazar was talking about at this time, because Element 115 did not exist on the periodic table as we know it now back then. But essentially what he believed Element 115 did was that it was an element that the aliens used that when exposed to radiation it created its own gravitational field and that's kind of like what allowed these ufos to work basically yeah Yeah. so i mean it's understandable that like some of this stuff sounds kind of wacky right like the element 115 stuff kind of sounds a little bit nuts like what is but at the same time like I don't know. How do you feel about that? Like, what do you think about all of the little things that he's claimed? Because I personally, I personally believe that Bob Lazar was helping to reverse engineer UFOs and stuff. But there's also like some things about the story that I feel like are a little bit out there and I don't know how to feel about them. I agree. I think he absolutely was reverse engineering UFOs, UAPs. And some of the some of the things you shared now i didn't know fully about mm-hmm. but it still doesn't change the fact that like when i've heard him speak and granted like yes this is coming from the mouth of the person who's claiming all this stuff it all makes sense and he really is not somebody that is like very overstating his claims he's a very mild mannered older man Uh and from my observation always has been and really has nothing to gain in my mind from living his whole life like this and I think it's very odd that like why is the government so obsessed with him yeah why are they always trying to get this guy and like is it is he why is this person upsetting Mm -hmm. you so much that you're like rating his company and I think defaming him and and whether or not some of the accusations are right or not it still is like hmm why are you so obsessed with Bob Lazar yeah and I was listening to many podcasts this last week and one of them referenced him and they were talking about how he he has not been asked to speak at these hearings yet Mm -hmm. as a witness but They were saying how Bob Lazar has been questioned in the past saying like, well, you are not the top physicist. You're not this like all knowing guy. Why would they Mm -hmm. choose you? And Bob said like, that's, those are the people that they went after. They were not going after the best brains in these industries, in these fields. They were going after people who they thought wouldn't talk. And who they thought wouldn't be on people's radars because they know they're not stupid. They're not choosing like the number one astrophysicist in the world and sneaking him into one of these places and having him forcibly sign a non-disclosure 
that would be much harder to accomplish rather than just getting some of these random guys who are pretty knowledgeable about the topic, dragging them in and then putting them back out into the world. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense to me. It does make sense. I agree with that. I do completely agree with that as well. And like that sounds like the perfect way to make somebody sound less credible. Yes. And like our government has done fucked up shit in the past. Like the government at one point, anyone can look this up. The CIA back in the 60s when we see an uprising in psychedelic culture, Mm -hmm. the government reasonably so was concerned and started the war on drugs and also started experimenting on civilians without Mm -hmm. their knowledge so the government was good and this is documented anyone can look this up i have a time magazine article pulled up right now mk ultra is that what yeah yep the mk ultra program ran from 1953 to 1964 and it says an utterly 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 unbelievable but true story involves hookers luring people <laughs> and giving them lsd Nuts. to see what the fuck would happen and this was a a program run by the cia in the 50s this went on for 11 years and not only just to see what's hap- what happens but like correct me if i'm wrong since you have the article up but it wasn't it meant to see if like they could essentially control like mind control LSD yeah 100% that was what they were trying that's what they were hoping the results of these LSDs trials would be and it ended up just being the complete opposite and they were like fuck (laughs) exactly and the reason why it was and people would be like well why would the government want want a mind control because we want to do that shit to our enemies the LSD experiments were purportedly carried out because the U.S. believed that communist Russia North Korea and China were using the drugs to brainwash captured Americans so that's what they wanted to do but yeah so our government does some fucked up shit this went on for 11 years crazy so when we say we don't trust our government this is why and like it's not far-fetched to think that they're just saying that they like wiped bob lazar's name from an mit record and they were drugging civilians for 11 years yeah and it's like so infuriating that we cannot fully trust our government because it's like also all we have to go off of so it's like you do have to have some element of trust in the government and it's like so shitty to think yeah yeah and it's not until and like i'm also of the belief that like some secrets i think like it makes sense that the government keeps some secrets yeah right like i don't necessarily want to know every single thing (laughs) because i'm sure there's some shit that like i'd be better off being ignorant to um and even just like technology and stuff that like let's say the government has access to before like your normal civilian does like i think that's also partly like it makes sense because like you can't necessarily distribute technology on a wide scale until like you've been using it for something for a long time or whatever and like might not even be necessary or like i understand like the need for the government to have maybe access to more like intricate or advanced technology or yeah information than the rest of us and like that is their purpose and their job is like to deal with those things that your normal average civilian 
shouldn't have to necessarily deal with or know about. So, like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we just want our government to use that information responsibly, and they don't. And that's the issue. And then I think there's also just, like, I don't know, like, what's keeping aliens from from everybody like is that even you know what I mean like I could see both sides to it too in some ways but also then framing someone who's coming out and talking about it is like so shitty dude okay so in these hearings they ask um I'm I wish I knew how to pronounce his name um it's not coming up but in the hearings they asked David Grush I'm gonna just the that's his name for this episode. I don't know if it's Grush or Grush or Grush Grushich or something. David Grush, they ask him, do you know anyone who has been injured by attempting to reverse engineer these UFOs, UAPs? And he says, yes. And they ask, do you know if anyone's been murdered in the cover-up of these things? Mm-hmm. And he pauses and he goes, I can't disclose that, but I've directed people with related information to the proper authorities. Oh, and yikes. I, yeah. I was literally alone in my apartment watching the hearings. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I, it, just the way he says it, too, if you watch the hearings, it's just, you know that man is like, yes. Wow. Which, like, fucked up, right? Like, we yeah, shouldn't they're, murder They're him. going to extremes to hide this. Yeah. And I fully believe that. And it makes you wonder why. Yeah, like, what and is... And there's the a lot of different theories as to why. Okay. And I That's think real. that that it is probably little pieces of both. But before maybe we get into that, like, why are they doing this? Mm-hmm. Thinking about how we got to this past week mm-hmm. to what these hearings were so so today is july 30th and we had hearings by our subcommittee in the senate that is around centered around ufos or uaps on july 26th that was this past wednesday so we've had three witnesses talk about their experiences with ufos and uaps and the reason this is even happening is in part because chuck schumer and other senate democrats added a amendment to our national defense authorization act when they go over the budget for all of this stuff and included an amendment called the Unidentified Anomalous Phenomena Disclosure Act of 2023 to increase transparency around UAPs, which is, for anyone that doesn't know, the new word for UFOs. Mm -hmm. So UFO is like kind of taboo and woo-woo now. So now like we're, we're educated and we say UAPs, which is just Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon. So in this amendment, so I have not read the amendment, I'm not a fucking lawyer, but I've listened to podcasts of people <laughs> breaking it down, and it is explained as though the Chuck Schumer, who is whose predecessor, Harry Reid, started this unveiling of the government's involvement with UAPs, and Chuck Schumer's carrying it along by putting this amendment in, saying, if you are a private company or you are someone in the government or working in a secret government program 
that has information or material, craft material, or non-human biologics or something, you have to come forward and disclose full transparency in the next 60 days because it's now eminent domain of the government. And this is, again, not a lawyer, but my understanding of it is that the government is saying, we own this shit now, and so you are going to give us this information. And if you don't, or I don't know if there's an if you don't, but now it's law that you have to give it to the government, and I don't know what that will entail, but what they're also offering is protection, So if you are somebody like Bob Lazar or somebody that works for a private company that is part of our military industrial complex like Lockheed Martin and you are reverse engineering a UAP with Lockheed Martin and you've signed a non-disclosure act, the government will protect you when you come forward and share this information with them. Mm -hmm. So... Now we're seeing people like Commander Fravor, uh, David Grusich, Grush, something like that, and then Ryan Graves. Those are the three men who were the first of many witnesses and hearings to come to share. And a little bit about each of them. Ryan Graves is a Navy officer who has spent, I wish I looked up how many years, but several years working off the east coast with the navy and claims that he and all of his like military personnel working under him routinely saw uaps and they were constantly dodging them and having to work around them and it was kind of known that we have one nowhere to report this Two, no one's going to take you seriously if you see it your life is a lot easier if you just avoid it and carry on kind of thing and so he he went on after his role in the navy to found safe aerospace which is an organization for military and other government personnel to report uaps and make our airspace safe again because that sounded so trumpy to make (laughs) our aerospace safe for these military people who are flying around dodging these fucking things in the sky and just like hover over bases they just stay there yeah imagine being worried that like oh if you see this and say something about it like first of all maybe your life's in danger second of all if you report it maybe you're gonna lose your job maybe like there's so many things that could happen so many things and then you have uh david grush who is a or rather was an intelligence officer in the pentagon he's got like he had the highest level of clearance like you could get within like the government and he then went and worked for i think safe aerospace and also like in the hearings this man is like acknowledging tom delonge's organization to the stars which is the member of blink 182 so i just think it's so funny he's like these organizations like to the stars and safe aerospace i want to thank tom and ryan and i'm like oh my god what reality is this yeah what what episode are we on literally dude i'm like you're fucking referencing blink 182 i saw that motherfucker two weeks ago in denver so weird and he during the concert this was is like, like the crossover oh, episode <laughs> this is the 
crossover episode. Why is Blink-182 here? (laughs) Oh my god, it's so insane. But, so, Ryan, or not Ryan, so we have Ryan Graves, David Grush, has all the accounts of over 40 witnesses within the Pentagon. So we're talking, like, the highest of high, highly decorated, credentialed, trusted within our government who have direct experience with UAPs, non-human biologics, and all things associated with aliens. And so he was coming away with it and, like, saying, like, this is really fucked up. Like they, And also he made the claim that we have a a secret organization operating outside of Senate oversight that is working on these projects. And so the senators were like, and the representatives were like, well, what, what do you mean? Like, tell us more. So in summary, he's saying that not only are these major organiz- or company private companies like Lockheed Martin, not only do they have their own reverse engineering projects, the government has one that's operating outside of Senate oversight meaning it is being secretly funded through different aspects of our National Defense Act. So let's say I'm saying this many millions of dollars is going here. Mm -hmm. Realistically, I'm a secret sneaky senator working with this reverse engineering project, and that money's really not going there. It's going towards reverse engineering the UAPs. Interesting. Yeah. So, and he's saying that companies like, and I keep referencing Lockheed Martin, they never actually named Lockheed Martin. I just know that they're a big defense contractor for our company. Um, but UFO podcasters have suspected Lockheed Martin amongst other large private companies have operations like this, but they would be charging us one thing for like a Boeing plane and it's over, it's upcharged. So that money can go towards reverse engineering these UAPs. Mm -hmm. And then we have Commander Fravor. His whole thing. Well, we all probably know Commander Fravor, whether we realize it or not. He is the commander who witnessed the Tic Tac phenomenon that we saw back in like I think the video was released in 2017, but this actually happened in 2004. Yeah. But nobody did anything about it, Mm -hmm. which is insane. I know. And so anyone can look up. Also, bizarre to me that it looks like they saw something that they described that looked like a Tic Tac. Like, what is... So, apparently, I listened to why they named it that, actually. Commander Fravor is in the USS Nimitz, and he sees this Tic Tac. He sends one of his pilots to go chase it, essentially, because he's like, what the fuck is this thing flying around, going in and out of the water, defying laws of gravity at the speed and the trajectory that was turning and whatnot. Yeah, weren't they saying there was, like, a hurricane winds at the time, and it was literally, like, just staying exactly where it was, like, defying everything? Not not the Tic Tac, but because that day was actually perfectly calm like commander fravor will say over and over again it was like the perfect day to fly ryan graves says that there's hurricane winds nothing should be able to remain still and these things remain still and hover yeah like it doesn't make sense at all these things are just flying through things that nothing we know can fly through so 
Commander Fravor is in like the coast of San Diego on this beautiful day, sees this thing flying around, and not just him. It's him and like other people in the in the Air Force. And he sends out Chad Underwood, which maybe it's actually the Navy. I don't get it all confused, but he's a Navy pilot who actually filmed the video. Mm-hmm. So he you see this thing like flying around, jolting around, again, defying the laws of physics as we know them. And Commander Fravor sends out Chad Underwood. All of these guys at the time see it. Commander Fravor is the commander. He's the top of the top in this base. So in the hearing, they say, well, did you report it to your commander? He's like, I was the commander. There was nowhere for me to report it. So the motive for these hearings is several things. But one, the three of these men in particular, we have Ryan Graves, who has his own organization, Dave Grush, who has the accounts of 40 witnesses from the Pentagon and Commander Fravor, who has direct experience engaging with a UAP, are all saying our airspace is not safe. We need protocols and safety measures put into place for our military, which really appeals to like both sides of the aisle. So that's helpful here too. Um, But what they're also saying is that they, they don't, appear to believe and i don't believe that the aliens are harmful or trying to hurt us but if somebody whether it's us china russia these big players in the world game are able to reverse engineer the technology that these crafts have been able to harness they will crush us like a bug yeah because they're able to kind of like what you're saying with that element that would in theory be able to work with gravity these crafts are moving in such a way that only would be able to do or would only be done by violating the laws of physics and the theory of gravity Mm -hmm. as we know it and harnessing gravity to shift and turn which means they have the power to change the density of gravity and if somebody like let's say russia gets a hold of that technology and really wants to fuck us up they could change the gravity over new york city and just have it implode into the ground wild yeah scary times (laughs) so that's why they're like we're not so concerned about the aliens we're concerned about like one our military and our also are private airlines mm-hmm. flying planes around because apparently these fucking private airline companies also have tons of reports of our like f- i'm just naming names but like let's say in theory american airlines united spirit whatever you're flying the pilots of these airlines have seen them and report them and nothing's done oh i believe it i completely believe it so like it's our airspace literally is not safe and yeah. the technology is so advanced that it breaks every law of reality as we know it and if that is if that new level of science is achieved we're fucked mm-hmm. we are so. and also it like how interesting that like these aliens exist with this level of technology and how they haven't tried to harm us once. You know what I mean? Like exactly. Why are humans so shitty? Why is that like what we, that would be the first thing that humans would do. That's literally the motive for uncovering all of this is war. Wild. 
because whoever in theory again would have access to technology that defies the laws of physics laws i'm gonna say like <laughs> they're not laws clearly but <laughs> defies what we know about physics well, that's what we call them so just call it yeah that. it's just it's insane but that to me i like that you said that because i find that like there's a few typical reactions that I'm encountering when I have this conversation with people. It's one, oh my gosh, that's so scary. Mm -hmm. Or two, like it's fake. Or three, this is not different from what we've learned before. And I think they're all incorrect. I think that these aliens have to be so peaceful. They do have to be so peaceful. 100%. Yeah, like why would they? And also... They're just, like, exploring. They're probably like, let's go check out Earth. (laughs) Yeah, they're probably looking at us like, what the fuck? The same way we have, like, David Attenborough narrating, narrating, like, how a lion is, like, killing a wildebeest. Yeah, that's what they're doing They're probably looking at us and they're like, this is the fucking ghetto. Literally, like, uh, there is no other thing, like... Because if you think about it, like, we stick our cameras up these animals' ass, like, out in, like, these picture <laughs> documentaries, and they're just, like, living. They don't Could you know- imagine? Could they you- don't know we're watching them in our rooms. No, I know. Could you imagine if aliens have a show about us? I totally think so. <laughs> and it's, like, uh, it's just, to me, this is logical. This is logically what happened. This is so funny. Like, the... I think the aliens, I think they care about us, actually. I Like, I'm, I, I'm going to take it a step further. Not only do I think they're peaceful, and do they probably, like, look at us and are fascinated and, like, what the fuck are they doing? But I think they care about us. Probably. And- probably in the same way we care about oh. animals. Or, like, some people care about animals, you know? Yes. I or totally- like, oh, a dog is cute or whatever. They're probably like, oh, look at these stupid little humans. <laughs> literally and that makes me happy like I all of this stuff gives me so much hope for the future whereas I and this someone might hear this and be like that girl is something but to me I was like would always say the world's coming to an end this and that and I do believe the world as reality as we know it is coming to an end and I think that I just am sensing just as we all are like there's sh- some shit happening the last few years and i think this is going to be a catalyst to something really big as yeah. the year unfolds i could see and that. i think the aliens are going to be like a helpful part in that i don't because there's also documented documented incidences of them like shutting off nuclear power plants mm-hmm. or in a protective way like it's not like they're just trying to help us out. I wonder I if they're even trying to help us out or if it's, like, a thing where they care about, like, the, in like, Earth, for example. Yeah. Us, but Earth. And they're, like, these fucking humans are ruining it. Shut it there's off. A lot, <laughs> a lot. When you go down the rabbit holes of this stuff, there's some people that, especially for me, I lean more towards spirituality in, like, every part of my life. Mm-hmm. And that applied here people are theorizing that 
that's literally what they're trying to do. So there's all different uh, races, for lack of a better word, of aliens, right? We have greys, we have Palladians, we have... There's so many, I can't even name them. But there's a lot of different accounts of these different alien species throughout history, all the way back to like cave drawings, Renaissance art, where you see them flying in the sky. There's a Renaissance artwork of the crucifixion that has aliens in the sky and we're acting like that's normal. Like, that was not made now. I think aliens definitely used to interact with humans so much during early civilization time. Like, in ancient Egypt, how did they build the pyramids? Like, people suspect it had something to do with that. And then there's, like, what's that? Stonehenge. Mm -hmm. Aliens. (laughs) Like, all of this had to be, like... And there's all these religious texts, like, the Bible and others, saying, like angels and stuff i don't think there's fucking angels i think they were aliens aliens you have all of these like accounts throughout like we have greek quote-unquote mythology and all of these other religions like hinduism and also a lot of indigenous spirituality practices that encompass polytheism Mm -hmm. and things moving in and out of the stars in and out of the skies and i think at some point we disconnected from all of that the same way we're so disconnected with the planet itself now, I think we are a species with amnesia and we've forgotten that we are children of the sky and maybe children of these alien races. In the same way, we forget we are on an earth and we are killing this earth. Mm-hmm. And now they're like, all right, and we know you forgot about our asses, but you're really hurting your home. And there's also evidence of that in the Zimbabwe aerial school experience. Do you know that about that? No, one? what is that? So in 1994, there's the aerial school, and it's just like named aerial um, school in Zimbabwe, where okay. 64 children all witnessed ufos landing at the school and cried because the aliens communicated with them all telepathically telling them wife chills telling them that climate change was going to happen in the future and they really needed to be a voice and tell people when was this 1994 okay all of the kids maintained the story BBC went into Zimbabwe, Harvard psychologist sent out a team to figure out why these 64 kids were freaking the fuck out and all claiming they saw alien spaceships. They all drew the same thing. They all had the same story and were in hysterics about it because they were scared of what they weren't scared of the aliens. Yeah, that's what some of these people report like because they've been interviewed now and they all again, same story. But they say that they weren't scared of the aliens. They were scared of, like, the future at the time because they were describing what's taking place now. Yeah. And also, how smart of the aliens to target children? Because they're like, they won't kill the children if they say yeah. these things. Yeah, exactly. They don't try to shut them up necessarily the way they try to shut up people like Bob Lazar. Or... <laughs> yeah. And, like, I think about it, too. Like, yes, I'd be scared if I was a kid, but I think I'd be more open to it. Mm-hmm. I think so too. 
Well, I don't know, because I'm pretty open to it now as an adult. But, like, I think, for example, if you're taking an adult now who's a non-believer of aliens, them as children would be way more receptive receptive to it. Yeah. Yeah. I have an aunt that 100% does not believe in aliens. At all? At all. And I'm like, how? Like, it literally does not make sense. And it's just because she's like, oh, I'm just, I'm religious and it's not. That literally, when I talked to my dad about it the other day, I was like, so about those aliens? He goes, I don't believe any of that. That's just the devil's work. And I was like, dad, I expect so much more from you. And I was like, is your God so small that aliens are going to disrupt it? And he goes, actually, that's pretty true. All right. Yeah, there's probably aliens. Like, (laughs) so easy. Um, easily swayed my dad is so like, easily swayed like, because, like if you believe that god can create anything why would you not believe that there's aliens 100 percent. like that's apparently i haven't seen this but my friend derek told me that on tiktok and various forms of social media that very far right christian groups are saying Yes, aliens are real, but they're actually demons. And when they come here this year, they're going to, like, fuck shit up. And I'm like, what kind what of... in the world? <laughs> People have too much time on their hands. Like, <laughs> I'm like, Do you, did you read your Bible? Like, oh. angels were flying up and down from the sky the whole time. What Very did you different. think those were? What like, fuck? Do you think, like, I always wonder, because... Obviously, we only have civilization on Earth to, like, base what a civilization of any kind would look Mm -hmm. like. But so it, like, makes me wonder, what is, like, the sociology of aliens on other planets? And it's, like, is it similar social structures that develop? Or is it, like, entirely different, you know? Yeah. There, I mean, I'm just going to parrot one of the YouTube videos I watched this week. but. One theory I really liked, which maybe is very, like, ethnocentric in the idea that it makes humans a very cool part in the story of the galaxy, but, like, talking about how there's different civilizations and humans live in polarity. We have good, bad, evil, Mm -hmm. good, whatever, and that we are like a child of alien species that are negatively polarized and positively polarized and okay we are kind of like a byproduct of them and then the choice we make to either unite or fight against each other is going to be like we're like a peace treaty almost for these opposing forces in the universe And so that's why it's so important that we unite and, like, take care of one another in our Earth. But they were talking about how, like, some planets and galaxies are just ridden with this internal battle and others are more open and light and everything. And it's the full spectrum exists in the galaxy and that humans are, like, the the middle part that's going to shift it, like, one way or the other. Huh. But also, like, that makes me feel like we would make ourselves important like that yes. in a theory. Like, I, that's exactly. not, I don't know that that's true. Like, yeah, that's why I, that's exactly, I was saying that to Derek again. And they were like, 
that's so human so human of us to be like oh my god we're the middle we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna shift it yeah yeah but i think it's cool about like different asses right what people can't even wipe their asses right and you want us to (laughs) which is scary right if you're like oh we are the the ones that will decide but I think it would be cool to think about it like like a test. No, not that, but yes, that. But in my mind, it was like, okay, so if you think about humans, there's so many different types of groups of people. And then if like we zoomed out and we're like, whoa, okay, so we have a galaxy and there's so many different types of species because we'd be an alien species. Yeah there'd be others and then like are they also broken down into different that yeah right and then also just like thinking like do they have music like at, yeah. in other planets like what is i don't know like all that stuff all the i feel like our brains can't even comprehend i know we like because then it's like also what if they have things we've never even seen before that are part of their oh, culture yeah. that we can't even like we look at that and we're like what even is that how is that an element of their culture because it's like just something we've never experienced yep and that's probably why they're out here floating around in our skies because they're probably fascinated think about that like again we look at animals on our own planet and our minds are blown and we would be theoretically just seeing an entirely different world that our minds wouldn't have been able to create Mm -hmm. I know it makes me wonder too like there are a lot of alien sightings that are reported and stuff but not like a number like it makes me wonder do only some aliens have access to earth because Mm -hmm. wouldn't we see aliens constantly visiting earth like way more than we do now if all of them had access to earth or it's like how many aliens are there per planet or whatever wherever the fuck they live yeah i think it it probably does speak to that like one accessing different planets is probably very hard mm-hmm. <laughs> giving like the speed of time speed of time speed saying? of light the light yeah and how fast we can or can't travel and oh I had another thought but it left my brain probably mostly that oh but this was the other thing some people claim to have telepathic abductions mm. so their body stays but they know they go somewhere as if I would say yes I walked out the store and I walked out the door so I think that there's probably some aliens that do land and we see them with our eyes, but we only are working with these five perceptions, five ways to perceive reality. And I'm sure there's other ways mm-hmm. that they can perceive reality too. Just like a bat, for example, doesn't use sight, it uses sonar. Yeah. Like there's probably other mechanisms through which they can communicate again like those school children witnessed telepathically for them mm-hmm. they all just suddenly had this vision overtake them so wild and i forgot to um i brought up chad underwood before the guy that took the video of the tic tac because 
the reason why it was named the Tic Tac video is because I guess there's, I don't know, some famous fucking movie that I'm forgetting the name of that they call something in the movie flying in the air is shaped like a Tylenol pill. And so this guy who is like a naval pilot was like very familiar with this. I think it was like Top Gun or some movie like that that I don't fucking know anything about. And (laughs) when they interviewed him, he was making a joke like the same way they call it a Tylenol pill in the movie. He's like, oh, it was like a Tic Tac. He goes, I don't know. He's like, that was in the record of my initial report. And that's just kind of how it carried on and he was like laughing about it because he just wanted to be like the guys in the movie and say something and here we are in these fucking hearings now and they're still calling tic tac that's so funny one of the senators was like which one thing that is also very cool about these hearings is that the senate committee that is comprised is very bipartisan Mm -hmm. like Okay. You have Matt Gates, who is a fucking dickhead. Sorry if you're a Republican. And then you have like AOC on this committee together. And I'm like, this is pretty fucking I love AOC. And then there's this guy, I forget his name, but he's a senator. He has a lot of questions. And he was referencing the Tic Tac video, and he's from the South with this deep accent. And he goes, My daughter keep saying that i'm getting it wrong it's tiktok and i tell her no honey it's a tiktok video flying through the sky not the chinese communists and stuff oh my god and i'm like oh my god it was funny though because i was like this is not real life this isn't real life literally this is what's going on in our senate also like how fun imagine being like there hearing these like hearings dude when i was watching them you could tell like some of the people seated behind the senators were like their aides or whatever some legitimately looked like maybe fresh out of school or interns and i'm like you are like 24 and that is the coolest thing watching this happen and like I know, I'd be like, holy shit, this is the coolest thing I've ever done in my life if I got to sit in on that. Completely. It blows my mind, it really does. I just remembered one thing that Dave Grushich Grush added to in his testimony in front of Congress was that there's areas in our country and barns that on the outside look like a barn in the middle of the no in middle of nowhere but when you go into it it's like a a room with nothing and it's just like Mm -hmm. white walls and aircraft and uap crafts oh wow yeah he talked a lot about how like basically these companies or the government will take people and pretend it's like a contract we'll take scientists and pretend like oh we need you to look at this thing and be super casual about it and then have you look at this thing and then after tell you what you looked at and basically threaten you and you have to sign a non-disclosure hate that so you've already it's not like you're asked to do it you you do it and you're like what the fuck is this and then you after you're told and debriefed and you're like oh my life is fucking ruined like you didn't even want to be a part of it and they've dragged you there wild unfair and wild 
his testimony was the most shocking and so many things he said i can't tell you in a public forum i have to tell you in a skiff and i didn't know what that was what is that but a skiff it stands for something is c-i-f no s-c-i-f it's sensitive compartmented information facility okay so you're basically in a room with nothing uh-huh. and they like looked at it for bugs or anything like that it's like a top secret fortified room that you have to go into to discuss any highly classified information you're not allowed to talk about it anywhere outside of one of our government skiffs mm-hmm. which is insane yeah that's wild yeah so they basically have to have a second hearing off air in a skiff really so even for the hearings Mm -hmm. yeah some of it like can't happen in a public forum because it's going to name too many people and it's going to put too many people in danger like our uap information that is classified is the same level of classification as our weapons of mass destruction and how we make them so just to say like it's not just like oh whoops like this is gonna like accidentally get out in the hands of the public like no the same way we don't know how to build a fucking nuke we don't know anything about these uaps Mm -hmm. that's the level of classification this stuff is and so that would also prompt you to be like well why if it's nothing and aliens aren't real why are you classifying the fuck out of this Mm mm-hmm Yeah, some people just don't think, though, you know? (laughs) Like, some people just literally don't give a shit. No, they don't give a shit. Which is fine. Like, you don't have to give a shit either. It's just, I I do. So, it's like, it blows my mind that people are just like, nah, it's not real. Yeah, my brain does not compute. And what my brain actually really doesn't compute is when people are like, yeah, it's probably cool. And then... Or like, yeah, it's probably real. And they just go on unaffected. Sometimes I feel that way because I'm like, I I think I'm, I kind of answer like that sometimes where I'm like, yeah, it's probably real. But also at the same time, it's like me individually, I'm not doing shit about it. So I'm not going to sit there and be like, ah! (laughs) Anything like this though, I'm just always. Yeah, it's definitely interesting to like dig into. I just like. I'm one of those people who gets overwhelmed quickly. So when there's something like I'll never deny the truth of something if it's obvious that it's true, like something like this, I'm never going to be like, that can't be real just because I'm too scared of it. But like, I'll be like, yeah, it's probably real. But what can I do? (laughs) And move on the way you just described that some people do. Everyone's doing that. And I'm just like, there's fucking aliens out here. Yeah. That's my brain. In a good way, not in a stressful way, even as I'm rubbing my eyebrows. It's just, to me, this is coming out with different motives. Like I said, the government's very involved in pushing this information out right now. And I think it's going to blow the lid off our reality this year. Yeah. I could definitely see some big changes happening moving forward because of this. 
I'm gonna say my theory that I have, even though it's not based on anything at all. Say it. So this hearing on the twenty sixth was the first day of the Lionsgate portal, which lasts till I believe August twelfth this year, and it's a period of time where the sun is in Leo and I should know this, but certain planets are aligned in such a way that amplifies growth, manifestation, things coming to fruition. Of That's the energy. And the Lionsgate portal, which some people might be more familiar with, happens on August 8th of every year. And I just feel like something big is going to happen with all of this during this time. Something bigger. And I don't know what, and maybe August 8th comes and goes, but that's my... But if you're right, that'd be cool. Somebody right, said it. Yeah, if I'm Record. right, fucking heard it here first. Heard it here and this first. episode comes out on August 8th. Yeah, we did that on purpose, guys, because of Kristen's theory. There we go, baby. We actually did, though. I'm not even just saying that. Like, we're definitely, we're dropping this on that day for that reason. <laughs> so if anything comes out just know this is july 30th of 2023 <laughs> all right well i think that was pretty solid yeah i feel like i finally got my fix of talking about this said your piece <laughs> Wait, see you guys <laughs> hope you enjoyed the alien conversation as much as i did as we did love ya Love you. Thanks for listening. Share with a friend. Bye.